Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Shreds Takes, part of the Amherst Student. Um, I'm joined with three seniors on the Amherst soccer team. We got Bernie White, Alex Shemrazani, and Nico Canary. You know, just want to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, just some soccer and also just like key lessons they learned maybe from last year or early part of the season. So, fellas, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Thanks, Mike. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Dan. Of course. Um, so let, let's start with the big one, right? You guys have uh, went on a, a two-game winning streak with a tie since that loss to Tops. You guys have actually started the year pretty well. You have, I think, what is it, five, one, and two? Yeah. So talk a little bit about just kind of what was your ment- like your guys' mentality coming into this season and how you guys have been able to keep that success, I guess, early part. So whoever, whoever wants to start. Yeah, I think we – we, you know, we lost a considerable amount in different aspects of our team. So the, the mentality was always going to be like, no one, you know, feels sorry for us. A lot of other teams are doing the same thing. A lot of other teams have done the same thing. So it was kind of like, it was going to be a sprint from the start to figure out, you know, who we were as a team, what, you know, different lineups were going to work for us. And basically there are no excuses and like, it's up to us to figure it out. I think we're, we're on our way to doing that. I don't think we've done that yet, but seen a lot of good, seen a lot of bad, a lot of things to work on. So just yep. keep on, keep on building on that. Yeah. I guess for me, kind of going off sham, like you can look back at last year's team and pick a bunch of guys out who are huge for our program for, you know, four year starters, two time player of the year, offensive MVP from the final four. But I think what's been really cool for me this season is just seeing a bunch of guys who were kind of in backup roles on last year's team, stepping up and really making their, their mark on the program and showing, you know, the, Although a lot of good players left, there's a new wave of, of a lot of talented guys. And I think, you know, this year has been great so far. We've got guys who have stepped up, like Finn, you know, scoring a bunch of goals. Niall as well, taking a huge step. So it's been exciting to see, and hopefully they can continue to do well this season. Yeah, I think following in that same vein, like like both of these guys have just said, that we have lost uh, a considerable amount of seniors, and but brought in a considerable amount of talent and I think the guys who were on this team, like like Bernie said, in backup roles have really stepped up. And I think a big part of that has shown that we we really do care about this program and are always going to try and sustain a level of success despite any sort of adversity coming our way. And that hasn't really deterred the mentality that we, we've tried to sustain throughout the, the start of the season. Yeah, talk a little bit about just because you guys are seniors, kind of what Amherst soccer has meant to you guys. I think that obviously for me being a basketball player, like Amherst basketball has meant so much to me in terms of just having a you know family of brothers and having just a community, right? But you, know, you guys have been in the program for four years, right? You know, you know, had great success so far, but just talk a little bit of kind of about what that's meant for you guys just as becoming leaders and guys that are going to hopefully do successful things going forward. Yeah, I think when I think about what Amherst soccer as a program means to me, it's it's two things mainly. Um, first is like doing the little things. I had never been in a program where you're not allowed to slack off in any capacity. Like every little thing that's that we want to get right is going to matter to what you know to achieving what we want to accomplish. Um, and I think the other thing is not being too cool for anything, um, being willing to step outside your comfort zone take on additional responsibility and try to do without, you know, any, any forms of complaint or just make sure you're, you're doing everything as best as you can. You're trying your hardest. I think one thing that's been a, a theme throughout like my time here and here at a lot of practice and just around coach is being unselfish, basically trying to be the most unselfish person you can be. And I think that whenever, like whenever people ask me about Amherst soccer, I just tell them 
that like the program has had such a big impact on so many people that you had, I think it was all but a few guys on our team take a semester off so they could come back and get another year with COVID. And I think that just kind of tells you everything you need to know. That's for me, the definition of unselfish is especially those seniors that you're like putting your life on hold, you know, putting off job offers until later and all because you wanted to come back and have one more chance to go through the experience that we have every season. So I think that kind of just sums up what it means to like everyone on our team. Yeah, kind of hard to follow that because that could not be uh, emphasized more as the unselfishness of our team not being too cool for anything. I think as we've developed over the past four years and and become now we are fifth year seniors on this team, it's been it's been a big model of ours to continually push each other to be a bigger part of the collective than than just an individual on the team and making sure we go out of our way for one another. Um, you know, no one. No one's too cool to be picking up gear after practice or making sure that guys are getting a cool down or whatever it is in that in any context of, of life outside of just soccer. So, yeah, I think unselfishness is the number one thing and not realizing that you're bigger, you're a part of something much bigger than just yourself and really appreciating that as well. Not just not just playing a role in it. Thank you guys for that perspective. Um, talk about a little bit about um, lessons learned from leaders that you guys had. Right. So obviously you got to look at guys like. Bryce, Kyle, Kofi, Herman, slew of other guys, Dylan Steele, d- d- different guys, Jack O'Brien, obviously, uh, probably forgetting some others, but, you know, obviously they were, you know, important because they were a year above you, you know, they had experience, right? So talk a little about just, you know, kind of things that you guys can add in terms of like what you've added to your leadership styles and, or just like lessons you took away from those guys, because there clearly had to be something there. Yeah. I mean, everything we know and everything we've learned has been from the people that were older than us. Um, each set of senior classes we've had have been amazing in, in different ways. And I think just picking on someone uh, from last year's class, Sebastian Derby, he was probably the best leader I came across in any context of the word. And I think that comes down to like the energy he put into maintaining other people's responsibilities if they're if they're you know too busy for, for this or that. Like he was there to cover them and he was there to push people and make sure things get done the right way on time. Just really putting the program like i guess when it comes down to it putting the program before uh, the individual um, and being willing to, to help anyone achieve that same goal yeah i guess exactly what sham said i completely agree with you no know, thing about going to this year from last year it's a it's a completely kind of different setup in terms of the way the team structured so last year there was so many seniors on the team that they had a lot more a lot more you know there was just a lot more guys you looked up to and respect on the team um, and obviously losing all them and moving towards uh, just like a senior class of four has been definitely been different. But I think I try to I think about our 2019 season. We had four seniors that year, and I thought they did a really good job of staying together as a unit and kind of providing like a unified message to the team. So I think that's something we've been trying to maintain. And you know, the four of us being so close, me, Sham, Barky, and Nico, we kind of have the similar views and express similar things to the team. So I think that's been helpful. Yeah, following what Bernie said. Um... Uh, that making sure that the messages that you're that you're projecting to the team are are together are universal, and that we're not we're not splintering from one another. I think that's that's been a huge thing uh, I've noticed across each senior class that we've had, going with our freshman year with uh, guys. I mean that's the last class that's won a national championship that was a part of the team. So we learned a lot from them. Obviously being being freshmen, it was it was difficult. We had a lot to adjust to, but. Over the course of each year, uh, we've learned, I think, I mean, hundreds of lessons from each of those guys. And yeah, but mostly I think it's the unity 
uh, that we have, obviously, I think that you just can't get caught up with what you what you believe individually. Sometimes, sometimes those other things are just given up. And obviously, um, it's easy to do that when you know that you're doing that for the greater good of the team. And I think Sebastian Derby was like the number one example of that for our team. He was the logistical master uh, with with all things that had to be dealt with individually, and then motivating you to be able to want to run through a wall. Uh, every pregame speech was just so inspiring. And he, he'd always find some proverb or some quote to, to mention and use and apply to what we have, um, have going on each game. And it's, it's, a, it's obviously many lessons, but the, the past leaders we've had have just done a great job of making sure that we're, we're part of that process as best we can be. Yeah, I can definitely echo that from my experience. And Sebastian Derby and Sean Dubé, my apologies for uh, missing you guys out. But you, they, they definitely were really important guys. I mean, at least from the guys I knew, if they were a great above, like they definitely had a profound impact on not just your team, but definitely around other people on campus. So let's talk a little bit about – So you guys with that too, we'll all be rooting for you guys. I mean, you know, the Williams-Amherst rivalry, I can speak from a basketball standpoint, it's always just it's a fun atmosphere wherever you, you're playing here, you're playing there, mm-hmm. right? It's just an exciting atmosphere. But I think the last thing I want to talk to you guys about is just – how, how do you continue, like, what, you know, will conti- allow you guys to continue the success? I mean, you guys have kind of touched on that throughout a little bit, but, um, you know, as as seniors, right, you guys, like, like I, I keep on just bringing this point back because I think it's important. You guys set an example, right, of who, who Amherst Soccer is and how you guys can continue to be successful, right? You guys have always – all three of us had a huge impact in the program, so it was guys like Barky as well. Um, so just kind of talk a little bit about what the driving forces or leadership traits you guys are going to have to take just to continue the success going forward. Um, I think, you know, obviously first we've got to build on, on the positives that we've seen so far. And, you know, we've been able to find, find the back of the net more so than we have in, in, in the recent past. And so we've got to keep firing at the front end. Uh, obviously, we've conceded a lot more than we'd hoped by this point. So, you know, keeping what we're doing going forward the same, but figuring out how, how we can, you know, buckle up at the back. And then the other thing is I think we've played well in, in most of the games so far almost to where we want to be playing. And I think that next step is like, you know, playing well, but but getting the result at the end of the game. I think we've let a few slip away. We've had a few leads that, you know, we weren't tight enough at the back to to keep. And, you know, that's on all of us. And we're, we got to you know do, do our job, be studious, figure out what the gaps are and find out how to, you know, buckle up at the back and get some results. Yeah, I think for me, um, something that's always been true with Amherst soccer that I've really appreciate and I think has led to a lot of success in the past is taking it like a one game at a time mentality. The amount of preparation our coaches go through to let us know about each team we're going to play and really making us focus on the next game ahead, uh, I think really helps like the group mentality. And that's going to be especially true in the second half of this regular season, because especially with the way things have been going in the NESCAC, every game is going to be an incredible atmosphere. It's going to be really hard. Every team's good in the league this year. So you literally can't look any past any game, and we've got a really hard schedule for the rest of this year. So you know, starting with Williams on Saturday, we've just got to have a great week of practice and get ready for that one. Yeah, I guess to bounce off what these two said, uh, they couldn't be more right that I think we do need to buckle up. We do need to buckle up. I think specifically, though, in, in just the, all the details outside of scoring and, and defending, there's a lot of there's a lot of factors that, that account for our ability to win, win, tie, or lose, and I think one of those things can be focus. Um, I think having intention and in everything we do going forward, like Bernie said, keeping it one game at a time, that's really important to us because the details do matter. 
And if we're caught in any moment where we don't really don't know what we're doing, uh, that's a sign of weakness and we're not, I don't believe we're a weak team. So we have the capacity to, to continue to improve and tighten up those details for sure. My experience, you guys definitely are not a weak team. Um, but I, I want uh, to thank you guys, you three, for coming on. And I also want to thank Coach Serpone for uh, allowing this that this podcast to happen too. Um, and I really appreciate that as well. So um, thank you guys so much and uh, best of luck on Saturday. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for having us on.